Thank you for tuning in to The Grammar of Grief with your host, Uma Girish, the show that is dedicated to creating a safe space to discuss the big life questions around grief, loss, death, and dying. Now, here's your host, Uma Girish. Thank you for joining me today on this episode of The Grammar of Grief. Today, let's talk about some ideas of how you can be around someone who's dying. Mother Teresa spoke the beautiful words, Each human should die with the sight of a loving face. Isn't that just beautiful? Unfortunately, many people in this part of the world die lonely and afraid. Because we have such a stigma associated with the end of life, most people find themselves dying alone or at least spending a considerable time of the last stages of life by themselves. As a hospice volunteer, I have sat with some dying people who have absolutely no visitors, no friends or family members to visit them. Kind of hard to imagine, right? But that's the truth, sadly. And hospices like the facility where I volunteer, have many of us volunteers sitting vigil. So in some cases, the dying patient has absolutely no friend or family that he can rely on to support him through the end stages of life. And in some other cases, the patient's son or daughter live out of state. And so it'll take them a while to get into town. And um, in the meantime, it's the volunteer who sits vigil. Now, a common response I hear when I mention sitting vigil is, it must be so depressing. Wow, you must be strong. How can you do this? But for me and the thousands of volunteers, sitting vigil is one of the most sacred experiences of life. And we sit vigil when someone is very close to the end of their life. But even in the weeks and months say a couple of months before the person passes away, the time that we spend with the dying is for us volunteers a very, very sacred experience. To be a midwife and assist the transition of a dying person is, I would say, just as important as welcoming a newborn into the world. When you say yes to sitting with a dying person, you say yes to the cycle of life. You honor the person's life. And you lavish their last moments with kindness and love. So if you know of someone who is in the end stages of life, maybe it's a distant relative, maybe it's someone you've known relatively well, here are some suggestions to help you ease their transition. Create a sacred space at their bedside. You can use flowers, incense, Uh, bells, anything that is special and meaningful to the person who's dying. But try and create a sacred space so that the body is being readied during its final stages to release the soul. Be calm and centered. Usually the time of death is one of great anxiety for most people. So whether the person who's dying is agitated or the people that surround him, his family and friends, are in a state of fear, you can be calm and centered and thereby influence the energy around their bedside. Read prayers 
sing songs, use sacred spiritual texts. Chanting is such a great idea, it increases the vibrational frequency and the positive energy in the room, especially when there is so much imminent loss and people in the room are afraid, there's a lot of grief, there's doom and gloom surrounding the dying person's bedside. And you can influence this positively by chanting, by singing, by praying. Use soothing touch to relieve any fears and anxieties that the dying person may have. So you can rub lotion into their hands and feet or simply caress their hair. Anything that you can do to use soothing touch will help ease their, their sense of fear and anxiety around what's to come. And finally, listen to the dying person and validate whatever experience they're having. Some dying people will look off to the corner of the room at the ceiling and talk about seeing angels or they have visions of dead relatives getting ready to receive them on the other side. If you find that you are at the receiving end of these stories, don't attempt to contradict or deny or somehow suppress what they are saying. It's so important for you to validate the experience they're having no matter what it is. So I hope some of these suggestions that I have mentioned will help in the way you engage with someone who is at the end stages of life. Thank you so much again for listening to today's episode. And if you feel that there's value in the messages you're listening to, please share this episode and this podcast with a friend. Thank you so much and I hope you'll visit me at www.umagirish.com to read my blog, to sign up for my newsletter and get updates about all my upcoming events. Until next time, stay well. Thank you for listening to The Grammar of Grief with Uma Girish. If you enjoyed the program, please leave a review and rating on iTunes. Connect with Uma at www.umagirish.com. That's U-M-A-G-I-R-I-S-H.com for grief guidance and inspiration.